Before we get into this episode this week, we have a flash sale on our store where we're super excited to be selling our work in progress enamel pins. You might remember we launched this pin a couple of years ago and we have a few left over that we'd love to give out. So you can head on over to our store and buy one. Yes, head to designlife.fm slash store and you can get a one of these pins for just eight bucks. So yeah, I know we, we love the design. It was designed by Holly Arnett. And I mean, we're all a work in progress, right? So it's a great pin with a great message and you can buy it and support the show and represent the fact that you are also a work in progress. Yes, the motto of this show, really. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> head to designlife.fm slash store and pick one up before they run out. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to Design Life. This is a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name's Charlie. And I'm Famke. And we're super excited to talk today about me leaving Uber and taking on a new job opportunity. Um, If you've been listening to the show for a while, then you'll know that I have been at Uber for a long time. I started in 2015, no, sorry, 2017. Uh, I worked there for four years. And in July, as mentioned on the last episode, I started a new job at Wealthsimple, which is a fintech company here in Canada. So Charlie's going to ask me questions, I think, and we're going to yep. go, go through a bit of like a Q&A and a little bit in the weeds of why I left, what I'm doing now. Um, before we get into it, though, a little catch up as usual. How are things going? What's up on your end of the world? Things are, they feel really busy. I'm going off to, well, up to Barcelona tomorrow, which I'm really excited about. Um, first of all, that I can just like pop up to Barcelona on a train. That alone is quite Lush. cool. <laughs> but uh, also that I'm going to be seeing some workmates for the first time in ages. Um, it's going to be fantastic. We've got some people coming in from around Europe. There's a couple of workmates already in Barcelona. A few people actually coming over from the States as well for this wow, impromptu special. like meetup. Yeah. And it's like, it's not a work event. Like everyone is paying their own way to get there. So like, this is just how much we all want to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Meeting your workmates for the first time is weird, but also very cool. I met some of my workmates recently. Yes. As you would have experienced recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a week ago, we had a little like pizza party on the rooftop of our office and it was like my first time meeting all of my new colleagues and it was weird but also like really cool and like on one hand you kind of sink back into like social you know hanging out but on the other hand I feel like everyone had a little bit of social anxiety you know because no one had like properly socialized in so long but it was fun it was really fun I'm excited for you yeah I feel that Something I've also done recently while we're catching up is like eat dinner out at restaurants with people. Wow. Um, we, uh, Zach, you know, our, our friend yes. Zach, friend of the show, host of Bezier, and he's been a guest on Design Life before, has been in Valencia just like visiting. And so we've hung out a bunch and gone out to dinner. And we had like a group of six of us at dinner the other wow. night, which felt like the largest group of people that I've been around for a long time. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was that really fun. That is so, so fun. <laughs> what about you? What you been up to? Yeah, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I recently hired a virtual assistant. So it's been like three weeks, I think, since I brought Jenny on and it's going really well and making my life so much easier. Yay. Maybe this is a good future topic uh, for an episode, but it's been really, really nice for me to like just 
accept that I needed some help and like free up some mm-hmm. more time and headspace for me to focus on the creative content side of things rather than the administration side. So yeah, that's been going really, really well and it's been gifting me more time to spend how I want. So that's really nice. That is an actual gift. Like I like yeah, to use literally. that word for it. <laughs> yeah, time always feels like a gift, more time. That's great. I'm happy to hear that. Let's talk about your job though, because we I feel like we, in the last episode, basically I was having to hold myself back from going into this in a lot of detail. Uh, you know, we wanted to do a general catch up for anyone who missed it. The last episode was sort of like a, where were we the past few months that there were no episodes? Right. Um, but yeah, obviously this job switch was a big thing for you, Fem, that came about in those months. And I obviously did have a preview that this was happening beforehand, but we haven't sat down and like properly just like talked through it all yet. And so I know that everyone's going to get a lot of value from hearing about how you made this decision because it is a hard decision to leave like a perfectly good job on paper and and find a new one. Um, Let's start there, actually. How did you know that it was time for a new opportunity? Did that knowledge come first or did the opportunity come first? And that's what sort of put it into your mind that maybe it was time to move. Yeah. So a bit of both. So I had my mind set on joining Wealth Simple specifically for a while. So Okay. You knew that was gonna be your next move whenever yes, it was. I knew that it was where I wanted to go next. Uh multiple reasons. I knew that I wanted to join like a more local Canadian based company, something much smaller in size, working on a product for the local Canadian market. Um and I I had previously worked on the money team at Uber, so I was interested in like continuing my path in fintech. So that was kind of already something I knew I wanted to do. And so I guess it kind of came down more to like timing and like when I felt ready to make that jump. So I had actually had a coffee with the design director of Wealthsimple back in like January 2020, like just before COVID. Um, and we kind of talked about maybe opportunities, but I had just moved to Canada like four months prior and I felt like it was a bit too soon. I was still deep in the weeds on some big projects at Uber and I was like, I need a bit more time. I want to finish the work I'm doing and then like, let's talk again later on when I'm ready. And so, yeah, we didn't talk for a little while. Occasionally they would message me like, we have a job opening. Like if you're ready to apply, we'd love for you to apply. And I kept being like, no, not ready, not ready. Then eventually towards the end of 2020, they reached out again saying that they had an opening. And I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe it is time now. I had kind of finished my big projects that I was working on. In 2020, I'd gone through four managers in a year, wow. which is just naturally very disruptive. Um, and... I felt like I was ready for a next step. My learning and growth was starting to get a little bit stunted. I wanted to like, I was craving that different environment, that smaller team size, like getting curious to what life is like outside of Uber. Uber was my first job in product design. It was all I knew. So at that point I was like, you know what, let's let's talk and see where this goes um, because maybe I'm ready for it. So that's kind of how it all came about. So it was a little bit of both. Yeah, and that you had it in mind already. I feel like already from this, there's two takeaways. One for people who are looking for a new job or like, no, not for looking for a new job, just like generally working in tech. Take the meeting, right? Like have the coffee with the person who works at a company you're interested in, even if you're not looking to change jobs just yet. 
because it could be a long trail thing. And for people hiring, it's like, don't just reach out and have the coffee, <laughs> like try and connect and, and recruit when you have an open role, right? Right. Be building relationships constantly and then you'll be priming people like Femme for when the perfect role opens up and it's a, a good fit for both of you. That's cool. Totally. Yeah, it very much felt like that. Like it was like, cool, we get on, we're both interested in each other, but like now is not the time. Yeah. So let's just keep in touch. And when the opportunity comes up, um, I had like considered one other company, uh, which I'm happy to share, Stripe. Yep. And I had had a phone screen with them around the same time, like end of 2020. Um, but I don't know, I just felt like with well simple they had put in a bit more effort in connecting with me we'd met for that coffee earlier in the year they were here in canada stripes in seattle so i just kind of continued more intentionally with wealth simple um and yeah ultimately they made me an offer exciting and what about is there anything else about the offer that was compelling to you like um, often we hear in tech, right, that moving jobs is actually the only way to get a significant raise or like, yeah, all of this. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> as much as you feel comfortable talking about, please share. <laughs> totally. Yes. So I was at Uber as a like product designer too, which I guess is technically like a intermediary role. Mm-hmm. And my well simple offer was for a senior designer role. Mm. And that was what I was looking for. Yeah. I was ready to make that jump and make that next step in my career and my growth. And I was trying to do that at Uber. I was like putting in the motions to like go for a promotion. And then in mid 2020, Uber actually canceled company promotions because of COVID. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And so after that, I was like, well, that's disappointing. So that also kind of kickstarted a little bit of this because um, I didn't want to sort of like keep waiting yep. for yep. like when that would happen. So yes, while Symbol's offer was for a senior designer role, which is what I was looking for, I felt I was ready for it. Naturally, that also came with a higher salary. Um, I've jumped from, I think at Uber, I was like 110 Canadian dollars and now I'm at 144. Yes. So it's a significant jump. That's like a good 30% or so. Um, so yeah, the it was very compelling in that way. Uh, one thing I did have to adjust to coming from like a big tech like Uber is hmm. equity and shares like the equity and shares that I got at Uber were great. Uh, well, simple being obviously a much smaller company, like they haven't IPO'd. Um, yeah, it's a very different scale. So that was something I just had to to accept and adjust to. Yep, yep. And t- tell us about how you weighed that up. Like, how did you weigh up the um, like if it was yeah. worth it or not? This this package. Yeah, I asked some friends. Mm-hmm. I asked. A friend of mine who actually uh, used to work at Uber for like his opinion on the equity side because I was only familiar with equity from big tech and I wanted his perspective he'd like advice startups and things like that so I wanted his perspective on like hey is this equity they're offering me like actually good because my only comparison is a big tech like Uber so I asked a friend about that. I also asked um, some friends in Toronto who are on senior designer salaries to just kind of compare, like, is this competitive? Is this about right with the market? Because that's really important too. So yeah, I asked around a little bit. I kind of did my own um, internal 
not like asking around internally what people were getting paid, but I was also trying to figure out like if I were to stay at Uber and get a promotion to senior, like what would that salary be? Like, is it worth sticking around? Because maybe, yeah. maybe that would be a better compensation. I don't know. So I, I tried to do my due diligence a little bit there as well. Cool. I think that's like, you know, you saying you went around and asked your network honestly you sharing this on this show will be helpful to people <laughs> like you know we can so. be your network for now people you heard it here um there we go yeah, just answer your question first. you don't need to reach out and dm her um and ask about it she just told you <laughs> amazing um yeah something that like i don't know if people have caught on to this listening to me tell this story but I got this job offer in November of 2020 and I started in July 2021. Okay, wait on. Tell us about the why behind this. That feels like um, a very long notice period. <laughs> yes, it was It was not a very long notice period. So um, full transparency, there was visa complications mm-hmm. with me moving to Wellsimple. Um I've been on Can- I've been in Canada on like a sponsored visa through Uber and so you know, I, I had to continue getting that sponsorship from my next company and well, simple basically couldn't offer that. So I had to continue working at Uber until my permanent residency came through. And so that came through in June and then that's when I could finally make the switch. Wow. That must've been a tough, like long wait. Um, was there ever a point during it that you were like, actually, maybe I'll just stay. (laughs) It was really hard because I didn't know how long it was going to take. Yeah, true. There was no time limit on it, was there? When you apply for permanent residency, there's like no timeline. Like some people are like, it takes one year. Some people are like, oh, for me, it happened in two months. Like, so that was really difficult because well simple kept asking me for any updates and I was like, I don't have any, like I haven't heard from the government All they say is it's processing. And at the same time, like Uber didn't know that this was happening. Right. And like, it was difficult for me to continue performing and like taking on opportunities, knowing I was kind of halfway out the door yeah. and I didn't know how long that was going to go for. So that was really difficult for me. I don't think I ever got to a period where I like considered backing out of Well Simple and like deciding to stay. If anything, the opposite happened actually, mm. where like the longer I stayed at Uber, the more I knew I was making the right decision yep, to move yep, on. Yep. I think that once you've already made that decision in your head, I, I've always found like working out notice periods. I think the longest one I've ever done was like four weeks, you know, but even mm-hmm. that felt mm-hmm. like you know long long (laughs) you spend like maybe one week you've got all the prep work done of like okay the handover and then the rest you're like yeah white knuckled like i'm ready for this next thing you know totally that's uh yeah (laughs) that's a lot (laughs) yeah it was hard and so like uber obviously didn't know that that this was going on and so like i continued the path to growth while good during this period right like I didn't fully sort of check out I was like well I'm still here for who knows how long so I may as well like keep pushing for the growth that I want to see so in the beginning of 2021 we had our another like like our promotion cycle at Uber so I went up for promotion then I think it works differently at different companies but at Uber basically your manager has to like nominate you during the cycle and then like you have to get feedback from people and there's a whole process so anyway I was pretty vocal that I was I felt I was ready for this and it's something I'd been working towards for a while so I got put up for promotion and then ultimately didn't get it and that was 
a disappointing and b like I said earlier like reinforcement to me that I was making the right decision by moving on yeah yeah oh my gosh when you left did you communicate this to your your current manager that you're like look this is what's happened I have been passed over for a promotion and you know I'm, I'm moving on to a place where they will make me a senior yeah I mean when my manager told me I didn't get the promotion I was very honest saying like look is there anything that can be done because I'm not willing to stick around and wait for the next round? I was pretty blunt about it. Wow. And when was this? Um, this is in March 2021. Okay, so this was like before you knew when your residency was coming and that you knew exactly when you were leaving. Yeah, I had no idea still. Yeah, but I still thought, well, like I'm still here and I who knows how long I'm going to be here for. Like I'm going to fight for this. I, I'm going to push for it. Um, so yeah, I was very, very direct about that. Um, and very honest about Good. it because I feel like I didn't get I didn't get the truth initially about why I didn't get the promotion so after like digging for it it finally kind of came up um, and so yeah I, I continued to sort of fight <laughs> for myself a little bit uh, and ultimately like nothing could be done it was sort of like you got to wait for the next round which is in like September 2021 and I was like okay yeah and and that was kind of it that was that that's a shame um I feel like that is sounds like a very big company thing to me this whole like having rounds for promotions yeah. and it's like well we've yes. promoted enough people so even though you're good we have to wait that's just so weird to me so weird <laughs> uh yes yeah there was a lot of like uh organizational reasons and like yeah. Yeah. to do with like headcount and how many people can get a promotion and some people had been waiting longer for a promotion and you know, those kinds of reasons. And ultimately I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to stick around, you know? Um, so it was unfortunate that that happened, but, um, I was, re I, I was ready. I didn't want to keep waiting. Yep. You know? And also you said you'd spent four years there, right? So it makes yeah. total sense yeah. to be moving on and trying somewhere new. Um, yep. let's talk about that. Actually. I feel like, like, as you've been talking, I've been thinking in my head, maybe we should invite on, um, our, our YouTube friend Sarah for a, an episode about starting a new job to talk about like mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. like how that feels to start new and, and all that um, because I know she's done that recently too so like I don't yeah. know if you're listening do you want to come on the show <laughs> <laughs> we'll text yeah, you yeah we'll, we'll text, text you, you. <laughs> but um, I, I want to talk like so maybe we'll leave that for that episode but for sure. you specifically about the the identity side of this you know of leaving yeah. Uber because like you said you became a product designer at Uber. This was your first product design job. It was like your entry into this like, you know, side of um, design and tech, your first full-time design job, right? Because previously you were sort of more like part marketing, part design. How's that felt leaving Uber and starting somewhere new? Yeah, I was starting to get cold feet when I was like really leaving, like sort of in like June or so when I was sort of giving my notice and everything. I, I was starting to have second thoughts about like, well, what if I'm just an Uber designer and I'm not a real designer? Like all I know is design at Uber. And what if I now join another company to find out it's not what I thought, not what I expected, completely different. And I fail and flop. So that was scary for me going from like this, this place that had kind of turned into my comfort zone. I, I knew how to make it work. I knew the right things to do, to say. I had a lot of connections in the company. Like I was comfortable four years, you know, you, you know what's going on and you know how to leverage certain things. So I was getting scared about like 
starting from ground zero again and like having to build all of that up and like what if what if I truly know nothing and I don't meet the expectations that they had for me at Well Simple obviously all of like most of this is irrational but like I was having those feelings for sure and especially coming from a big tech company and going to a much smaller like you know not a fang I I was like am I making the right choice like so I felt like so much of my identity as a designer online had been like me as a designer at Uber um and I was ready to change that, but I didn't know if my audience was ready for me to make that change, Ooh. I guess. Okay, so wait, I'm hearing two sort of insecurities in here then. One is like about <laughs> the work itself, you know? Yeah. And then there's another one about the this online following that you've built up to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. I was like, well, will people still like look up to me as a like good designer if I'm not at a fang? Like, I feel like there's so much hype around, you know, people that work at fang companies. I was like... If I'm sharing like design process at Wellsimple, like are people going to care about that as much as they did when I shared it about Uber? Like probably not. Although reporting back now after like four months, like it's fine. Yeah. I, I think people like my audience has stuck around and I think it's more about me, right? And what I bring to the table. It's not about the company I work at. So I've come to reconcile that, but like it was a process and a bit of a journey of like self-doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, can you just quickly define what a fang company is? Because I'm sure there's people listening right now who are thinking like, why is she talking about teeth? <laughs> okay, fang is like, stands for like Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google. And it's kind of just like this acronym for like representing these like big global tech companies like Amazon and Uber and Twitter. Like you could consider also a fang company. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Uh, on behalf of all the people wondering, Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to thank you for that. Um, I did know just so you know I want to point that out but yeah I don't know just being trying to be a good interviewer yeah thank you <laughs> yeah I think you you probably attracted a bunch of people because Uber was in the title of the video or whatever you know like the portfolio got me hired at Uber people you know maybe would be more interested in that than one at Well Simple like you said but yeah that's not the reason they stick around you know like they're not there just because totally. you design at Uber, for sure. Yeah. And I also remember feeling, like, related to the first insecurity you were talking about, about the job itself. I felt the exact same way the first time I made a transition in my design career. I feel like as I heard you describing it, it all flooded back to me, that feeling. For me, it was, like, 18 months into my design career. After about, like, a year and a half, I um, left my graphic design job and started working at a tech company as a marketing designer. Yep. And I totally had the same fears where I was like, wait, but the only design team I've ever worked within was at this company yeah. and I know their processes. Right. What if things are different here? What if I do something wrong? And like, I, I think after I made that switch and saw, I don't know, just how easy it was actually to learn a new process and that I could actually bring some of my own thoughts in and help other people improve their process yeah. too. From then on, when I've switched jobs, it hasn't been a concern as such because I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. I've got my way of doing things and I know that I'm adaptable enough to make it work wherever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and something that's like exciting about a place like Well Simple or has a lot of potential because it's so small and still like relatively new and they've been hiring a lot, there's a lot of like room and opportunity to define what things like process are cool. or like what is our team culture like at uber a that was very much established and b as a ic like an individual contributor someone not in a management role not in a leadership role like i didn't really have opportunity to influence that 
I just kind of got told the process and that's the process. Like I didn't have much room to change it. And I was looking for a place where I could have impact in that space. Like Uber allowed me to have amazing impact in like business success goals metrics, but there wasn't room for me to have that impact on like team culture, process, how we work. And so I was getting more interested in that side of how we work as well. And so that's kind of cool at a place like Well Simple, where the team is small and um, I wanted to say immature, but like, I guess what I mean is like not an established, like mature design team is that there is that room and that opportunity to have that impact and influence. And I'm excited about that. I think that's really cool that as an IC, I'm empowered to do that. Yeah, totally. And how did you figure out that Well Simple was going to be a place that would enable that you know was it just the team size or is there some questions that you asked when you had this coffee or or some interviews yeah I think it was a combination of the team size um also like the folks who were working there um and where they like their backgrounds like for anyone in Toronto like you know that like Shopify is the big player here in in Toronto like they're like the Facebook of of Canada Canada. Um, I don't think they would want that as their um, tagline, though, these days. No, probably yeah. not right now. And, like, maybe by the time this episode comes out, Facebook will have a different yeah, name. Yeah, but point. anyway. Um, oh, no, we're going to have to change the so, FANG acronym. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Crisis. Anyway, so, yes, Shopify is like that here. And, like, well, Simple had been hiring a lot of people from there. And, like, they're in a place where, like, Shopify was maybe, like, five years ago. So, that trajectory is, you know, kind of in, in sight. Um, and so I was excited to get on that ship yeah. um, rather than join, you know, Shopify, which kind of would feel like going to another Uber a little bit. Um, so there was a bit of that too, where like the stage of the their life that Well Simple was at was appealing to me. Yeah. And um, what's it been like the realities? How have the realities of the job lined up with the fears or like maybe even the... Um, <laughs> the like things you're hoping for as well how is it how is it matched up yeah I mean loving the Canadian vibe of the company it's very small um so that's all you know super fun and like the design team is very close like you know everyone personally and and by name which like at Uber there were so many designers I just didn't know I cannot wait on I just have to this is small company versus big company things I cannot imagine (laughs) not knowing the name of everybody in the company that is wild to me <laughs> but that makes sense yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah so it's it's very different in that way um but that's been great like that's definitely met my expectations um I think I was a little bit surprised at like things like lack of process mm. um coming in too well simple from uber but then at the same time like I said earlier like that means that there's opportunity to like decide what it's going to be so it's like pros and cons right I mean I'll admit it's been a bit of a culture shock mm. for sure mm-hmm. Um, but one that I was expecting. So I was kind of prepared for it. Yep. Yeah. That's really interesting. I also think, um, that maybe we should do an episode in the future about big companies versus small companies. Now that, I mean, the biggest (laughs) one I worked at was like two and a half thousand people, which is probably small to you. I don't know. Yeah. Well, simple is like 900. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that sounds big to me, but small to you. Exactly. So it's relative. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we should do that and compare experiences of design in both that sounds like it could be an interesting episode (laughs) yeah definitely yeah but I guess I'm like three months in now and like finally starting to find my groove you know it it definitely takes a while and I've tried to be really patient with myself I think it was a bit like difficult to come in early on and like be like wait you don't have this or that like (laughs) um 
you know, I didn't want to come in and like change everything from day one or like, you know, say that what they were doing wasn't the right way because it's definitely not the case. But I think it was just like an adjustment period for me. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, how have your, like your role and the responsibilities that you have, how does that differ from your previous job at Uber? Yeah, um, honestly, not much in that like, I feel like at Uber, their like levels are actually like kind of down leveled compared to the industry. So I, I feel like what I was doing at Uber was already a senior designer role elsewhere. So like that hasn't changed for me too much although I do notice a little bit at well simple is that um like folks come to me for sort of like advice or or like guidance and I didn't get that at uber because I felt like at uber everyone like was at that level of maturity that they they knew that on their own um but because well simple is a little bit earlier on like I think people are interested in like how it was done at uber or like what did you learn at uber that like we could learn from um, so, so that's been cool to kind of be there to share that as well, to help the company. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm trying to hold myself back from sharing too much about this. Cause I know we want to do an episode about first days, but it does sound like <laughs> you have the, what they call like the red cord, right? Where, um, you know, in a, in a place there's this like red cord running across the floor. It's all taped down. People just been stepping over it for for ages it's just part of their like how they walk down the corridor but then a new person joins and is like what's this cord for and then they yeah. look at it and they're like wait yeah what is this cord for and you figure out if it's really necessary yeah. or not i feel like there has been a bit of mm-hmm. that for sure it's sounding like it that you can like highlight the things while you're early on which i think is really useful yeah yeah you bring in that fresh perspective yeah i think like something else that like has been like an adjustment for me is sort of like what team I join. Like when I was interviewing for Uber, I did not care at all what team I was going to be on. Like get me in the door. Like yeah, I want this first product design job. Like I will work on any team, um, you know, and now like four years on and like, you know, having, having a bit more influence, I was like a bit more picky about, well, I want to work on this particular team or I'm really interested in this particular stuff. Um, so that was something interesting that like sort of came up in the interview process that hadn't for me prior when I was interviewing as more of a junior designer. Right. Well, let's talk a little bit. I mean, I know we're sort of running long, but about the interview okay. process, like how was that? How'd it go? What, it was, what, what was it? <laughs> yeah. The interview process was shorter than I expected. Okay. Um, I did like a, I think a, like a recruiter phone screen and then like a, interview with the manager who like we had had a coffee prior so it was like very just carrying on that you know networking that we'd been doing and then I did a portfolio presentation to the team uh, and that was it nice Uh, but I remember after the portfolio presentation I was like asking the recruiter like you know following up like hey it was great had such a good time blah 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 um what's the next steps like tell me you know what to prepare for next and the recruiter was like oh no you're done that's it that's the end (laughs) and I was surprise because I was expecting like okay assignment? now I'm gonna go and talk to her yeah maybe there's like a whiteboard challenge coming up or a homework assignment or maybe now that I'm gonna have an interview with a product manager or like an engineer or something and like there was none of that it was all done um so that was very surprising to me because I guess at Uber like we do have a very rigorous interview process so I was just assuming it would be similar mm-hmm. do you think that like is that normal for Wealth Simple, or did they sort of like 
had, had they seen so much on your YouTube channel of how you work and what your projects are that they felt like there was no need to? <laughs> okay, two point two things to say there. So one, we have since like up to the ante on the interview process. Okay. So I believe now we do do either a white. So anyone or applying a for a current <laughs> job, don't expect it to only be as simple as Fem said. <laughs> so I think in the year that's been, like the team has uh, matured a little yep. bit in that sense. So there is a little bit more of a rigorous design process. But second of all, something actually that I, I should bring up, you reminded me of, is that when I had my phone screen with, with the recruiter, she was very honest with me saying, I've seen your videos on YouTube. I've watched the video where you share your salary so I know exactly what you're getting paid and I just want to be really transparent Good. with you about that. Good. And I I had this moment of like, crap, I've <laughs> lost all my leverage. <laughs> I've lost all of my leverage because now they know exactly what I'm getting paid and they're probably just going to offer me like 5K more and know that I will take it. <laughs> so that was really, really interesting. Oh my gosh, I didn't even but think about that. <laughs> she, yeah. Um, she still asked me like, what are your expectations? Mm-hmm. And so reminder, I was on like 110 at the time. And so I said, oh, I'm looking for like the 120, 130 range. So I knew she knew what I was getting paid. And I was like, still happy to share that, you know, I'm obviously expecting a bit more. This is a senior role. And ultimately they offered me 144. So I was obviously very happy with that. Yeah, that's great. That sounds like when I um, got hired at zero and I asked for only like, I I can't remember what I said now, but they offered me like at least 15K more than what I'd asked for. And I was like, yeah. oh, whoops, clearly I was had the wrong idea of what the average should be. <laughs> but isn't that a good feeling? Yeah. Like it puts you on such a good Absolutely. start. Um, and well, Simple actually has transparent pay bands. So yes. I actually know the pay bands for my role and I know where I am in the pay band. And so, yeah, I, I'm i pretty happy with it. I, yeah, yeah, no complaints. Of course, that's great. That's what we have at ConvertKit as well. And for me, it makes yeah. me feel much more like reassured that I'm, you know, being paid fairly according to other people. Totally. Yeah. Is everyone on the the same like roles within the pay bands or is the pay band different for every person? The pay band is for the role. So like product designer. Yeah, but the level as well. Yeah. So like senior product designer has this pay band, staff product design designer has this pay band, etc. Cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I feel like you can just have a lot more confidence in a company that does that. All around fam is just sounding like a great move for you and I'm excited to like I don't know we're gonna get to hear more about all the things you're working on and learning there hopefully I mean they sound like a pretty transparent place and it sounds like you can keep sharing um, maybe even more so about what you've been working on true maybe even more so actually yes that's something that I like have been looking forward to with my content and things is like being able to share a little bit more like another layer deeper hopefully yep so yeah stay tuned you can warm them up to like live twitch design streams where you're working on a new feature (laughs) yeah that'd be fun (laughs) well thanks for sharing all this fam i know like i said that this will be really helpful for people to hear the context around why you left how you made that decision what the pay you asked for and all that i'm glad that we can bring it to the people on the show Yes, I'm glad for this podcast that we can share stuff like this. I'm glad that we're recording episodes again, you know, just in general. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, super nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, folks, for listening. I hope this story has been helpful in some way. If you want to hear more episodes from us, designlife.fm. You can also find us on Twitter at designlife.fm. 
We'd love to hear your topic suggestions. Yes, we've already come up with several on our own, as you have heard. I feel like I'm feeling like this renewed energy for this show after taking a break. Like, yay, yay for taking a break, good. you know? Um, but yeah, we want to hear your topic suggestions. And this was one of them. This was requested by my audience that we do this. So this is for all you. Well, there you go, Charlie's yeah. audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fam. Talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.